0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Every year the parents of Jesus used to go to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. When he was twelve years old, they went up for the feast as usual. When they were on their way home after the feast, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem without his parents knowing it. They assumed he was with the caravan, and it was only after a day's journey that they went to look for him among their relations and acquaintances. When they failed to find him, they went back to Jerusalem looking for him everywhere. Three days later, they found him in a temple, sitting among the doctors, listening to them asking them questions and all those who heard him were astounded at his intelligence and his replies they were overcome when he saw him and his mother said to him my child why have you done this to us see how worried your father and i have been looking for you why were you looking for me he replied did you not know that i must be busy with my father's affairs but they did not understand what he meant He then went down with them and came to Nazareth and lived under their authority. His mother stored up all these things in her heart. The Gospel of the Lord Yesterday we celebrated the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. It is only fitting that today we celebrate the memorial of the heart of his mother, the Immaculate Heart of Mary. It would seem strange to non-Catholics that we should venerate and assign feast days to celebrate bodily organs. But this is no ridiculous invention by the Church with a morbid fascination of body parts. In fact, the devotion springs from the mystery of the Incarnation. Love does not just remain a feeling, or an ideal, or a concept. Love takes on flesh in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this came about through the love of another creature, of flesh and blood, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Every year these two feasts are celebrated back to back. This is because the veneration of the Immaculate Heart of Mary generally coincides with the worship of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus. However, there is a difference that explains the Roman Catholic devotion to the two hearts. The devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus is especially directed to the Divine Heart as overflowing with love for humanity. In a devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, on the other hand, the attraction is the love of the Immaculate Heart for Jesus and for God. There is a second difference in the devotion to the two hearts, which lies in the nature of the devotion itself. In a devotion to the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus the Catholic venerates in a sense love itself. In the Sacred Heart of Jesus we see the visible sign of God who is love. In a devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary however we see man's capacity to love modeled after and in imitation of Mary's love. In this devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary we are taught how to love God in return. If the devotion to the sacred heart points to the object of our love, which is love itself, devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary speaks of love of the creature for her Creator who is God. And so we see in these two devotions and feasts the beautiful interaction between the giver and the receiver, the gift and the response, Devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus focuses on the fact that Christ's heart is full of love for humankind. Here lies his gift to us, but because it is a gift, we can choose to accept it or reject it. Mary's Immaculate Heart emphasizes that her heart is on fire for God. Her love for God is the correct response we must make to the gift of God's love for us. In fact, she is the only human being who has been able to love Christ's sacred heart in a way that honors him fully. She epitomizes the human vocation, which is to give everything we have with all the love we have to God out of love for him. That is why if we wish to make a worthy response to the gift of Christ's love, we must do so in union with Mary's heart, with Mary's love. We should never believe that Mary should distract us from the undivided love We must render to Christ and Heavenly Father. Rather, it is true Mary that we can find the most perfect model of loving God in a way which he deserves totally and unreservedly. Saint Louis-Marie de Montfort wrote of his spirituality of consecration to the Blessed Virgin Mary, Totus tuus ego sum, et omnia mea tua sunt. I am totally yours and all that I have is yours. With these words, we not only express our love for Mary, but like Mary and with her, express our desire to belong completely to God. Today as we celebrate Mass in a city which has been racked by sectarian violence, where prejudice, resentment, and hostility runs deep, we turn to Our Lady once again and seek her intercession. Notice or forgotten, desired or resisted, bidden or unbidden. Mary's heart is there for all of us and for all the ignored, unloved, unloving, wayward children she has muttered in Christ. What it was for Jesus, it is for us, a pledge in the presence of the love that never fails whatever befall. As the reality of global violence threatens the future of our world, the pierced heart of Mary, home of the Spirit, can still be our vision, one we trust and treasure, even in the cold half-light of these ominous times. Mary, Queen of Ireland, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.